Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Nicole Hannah-Jones, creator of the 1619 Project from the New York Times Magazine. The project makes a case that you don't often hear in history textbooks, that slavery was foundational to America. So it wasn't surprising that we ignited a fierce debate among historians about these issues. But that's the power of the New York Times, to spark an important dialogue with bold, rigorous reporting that forces us to examine our assumptions. To learn more, go to nytimes.com slash worth it. Hi, I'm Emery, the host of The Wannabe Podcast, the podcast that takes you from where you are now to where you want to be in 30 minutes or less. Thank you so much for listening. This is episode 50. What a milestone. I got here so quickly and I'm so proud. And because it is episode 50, I have some fantastic news to share. Priska and I will be live on June 2nd. So be sure to grab tickets. You can get the link in the show notes and on the Wannabe Podcast website. I can't wait to meet you face to face and hear all of your questions and help you out in any way that I can. This week, Prisca is back, of course, and we are answering all of your fantastic questions. Thank you to everyone that submitted a question for this episode. And if you submitted and you don't hear it out today, we will get to it. Don't worry. So questions that we took on today is, should I reuse my old content? How do I mentor people if I don't have that much time? What does bad branding look like? And what are the biggest issues and challenges that me and Prisca have faced in our careers today? We also tackle how to stay motivated and focused. So let's go. Hey, Prisca, how are you? Hi, Imri. I'm good. I'm feeling really good. And you? I'm great. This is episode 50. Skirt, skirt. <laughs> oh, skirt, skirt. I can't even do an occur. <laughs> All right. So it's list the questions. Uh, so as you guys know, every month Prisca and I get together to answer your questions. So make sure that you send them in on time uh, to wb at shoutoutnetwork.co.uk. Of course, it's all in the show notes and you can go to the website wannabepodcast.com and you can just select ask a question or we'll ask Prisca if they leave it says on the button. So this week's first question, do you want to read any of them out or do you want me to do it? Uh... Actually, let me read one. Go for it. This is new. So the first question is, Hey, Imri and Priska. Love seeing you both win. It's really inspiring. Thanks, girl. (laughs) I have a small blog that I've been writing on on for just over two years now. I don't get any traffic and nobody engages with it when I post about it on social media. I took it down so I can fix the design and I want to relaunch. Do you think it's, it's smart to reuse my old content? Thank you both from Temi. Oh, Temmie girl. Two years blogging, no no engagement. I'm assuming, is the blog about herself? Is I, it like a, is it like posting her clothes? I have no idea. Okay. Um, I'm going to assume so. I mean, I feel like most blogs are somewhat personal lifestyle things. Um, and I feel like the blogs that do do that tend to have l- slightly lower engagement unless you've already been like 
blown up. So if we've started in the last two years doing a lifestyle blog, it's probably going to be really difficult. It is going to be really difficult. And we had this discussion in previous episodes mm. about how blogging has completely changed. People are less likely to read things that aren't from people that they know, like renowned publications, and they're more likely to like watch it from people that they don't know. Um, so already there's a challenge there. Mm-hmm. I mean, one thing I do advise is always the community management aspect um, is, you know, when people, the people that do engage with what you do, asking them a question to ignite more conversation so that you become more of a likable um, person or your blog is more likable. Yeah. So getting your community management, stepping that up. If you haven't put 100% work into building that community, um, then you haven't completely like, exercised all your options yeah um so i think that's key um with with the content it really does it does matter if the content isn't something that you're the people you already have following you are interested in yeah um so if it's like clothing and stuff it's going to be very hard because people go to certain people now for those clothes yeah um so maybe find creative ways to take pictures of those clothes i'm just assuming it's on clothes i don't know what it's on so i don't know either so um you need to give us more context but i guess because she's taking it down um to fix the design i'm guessing website design um this is a really tough question because i think when you don't get traffic and when you do try to get social media as a driver of traffic that's i don't know what people are using social media for if it's not to drive traffic somewhere I guess you're just using it for fun. Um, so if you're not dri- if you're not driving traffic and no one's engaging with it, then who is following you? Like Preska said, you need to ask them what it is that they're interested in, or you need to be actually actively looking at what is being shared. What are they retweeting? Because mm-hmm. people are on social media sharing stuff, so you yeah. need to actually tap into the stuff they're sharing. Um, and also, what I think is important when if you're planning to repurpose content, I'm actually a massive advocate for repurposing yeah, things. Yeah, I was going to say that is I do repurpose your repurpose content. Repurpose it, but definitely either change the headlines and look at revamping that copy if necessary. If you if you're not getting traffic, I usually think there's I'm t- because I'm a copywriter, I tend to lean to copy being your biggest downfall, to yeah. be honest. I think loads of people will find different issues. Like a, a web designer is going to say it's web design, but you won't know if it's web design if no one goes to the, the place in the first place. So I feel like it, your headline game needs to step up. You need to be tapping into uh, the problem you're trying to solve with this particular post. Uh, you need to tap into this either, or tap into the solution that you're offering. So if you are looking at clothes, um, 10 ways to wear beige in summer and still feel summer fresh. I don't know. Um, no, I agree. Even even following from that, when it comes to like different sizes. So if you are a smaller size or a bigger size, tap into that mm-hmm. and just say um, to wear on like your most bloated day, make your content more contextual Definitely. So and be very transparent. Like I just said on a bloated day, like I've never seen anyone do a blog post on fashion about me when I'll be on a bloated day. And I would appreciate someone doing that because that's a real thing. Yeah. Or like on your period. Oh my god, I was to gonna wear, say that. <laughs> like while you're on your period. How to right? wear white pants while you're on your period Literally, without being scared. Which I would never do because that's <laughs> suicide. But <laughs> but like it's things like that that would make it more interesting. So I'm I'm happy you actually mentioned headlines because yeah. um you can Google search 
for tons and tons of articles on how best to craft a headline. Look at what BuzzFeed's doing. Look at what the New York Times does. Look at how Huffington Post do it because those are three very distinct publications and all of them do headlines differently. Yeah. Um, just by adding this post will actually change the way people view the post. Just adding the word this. Um, adding the word you also changes the way people view the post because then people actually look out for you. It feels like you're talking to them directly. Next question. Are you going to read this one too or should I? You can. Okay. Hey ladies, how are you? Fine, thank you. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for taking the time to read this. I'm sure you get questions all the time. Not really, you should send more. Um, I work in finance and I want to mentor or help other young women like me, but I don't have much time spare. Do you have any suggestions for how I can share that's not too time consuming from Melissa? Ooh. Working in finance kudos to you girl because I know it's hard um I tend to be on a journey home around 9 p.m on the train and then I'll see my mate who works at one of the biggest companies um coming home as well and I'm like why are you out like in a suit he's like I just came from work I'm like that's crazy so kudos to you so I do understand that time is of the essence and when you do have your weekends and your evenings you do want to rest mm-hmm. but there are ways around it so most of our most lunches are an hour long I hope your lunch is an hour long if not then I'm sure you get an hour within your work schedule half an hour to eat your food find half an hour to record a voice note that you can upload on Mixcloud which could be like a mini podcast mm-hmm. um, that you can share with people giving the giving people tips um, another thing is you can use Instagram stories in that time yeah. Um, so you can either film them, you can film them way before actually, and then upload them on Instagram stories and Snapchat um, and give those tips out for those for those women. And by the time you know it, you've got this amazing community of women that are engaging and sharing your stuff. Also, you have weekends and evenings. Um, so if you wanted to do something physical and do a meet up or have like a workshop, evenings and weekends are great for everybody anyway, yeah. most of the time. Um, so that's where you can make use of your time um, is on the weekends. So that's, I guess that's my bit of advice. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think most of the platforms that do exist, they do uh, tend to lean toward like mental match her. Um, I think there's something called mental her. Uh, as well there's a few platforms like you can definitely google a few in the UK there's a lot um I know Inspirational You by Sonia Maggie does a lot of um works with a lot of women in finance already a lot of business women and I think what is really important is if time is really really consuming I think like Priska said using social media using 15 seconds here and there to just drop a little knowledge a little word of wisdom a little of encouragement is a nice way to keep keep those that audience engaged and also knowing what it's like also if you get requests maybe just saying on your like on your profiles my dms are open if anyone wants advice in finance for example and even if if it feels like it becomes too much at some point or you've got a few too many messages I respond between this time and this time oh I'm doing um I have like a kind of Open, like a surgery hours between this day uh, yeah this, like where you know you can do it and for like an hour you can just facilitate those conversations with women um, and provide that advice and then if you find that you're really enjoying it and you want to level it up then maybe look at group Skype calls or like conference calling in and just having like those women come around in a group and then have a conversation with you I think those are really neat ways of doing that and also m- making the most of uh 
making the most of your time while reaching the most people possible in a more kind of intimate and and one-to-one way so yeah group calls and and no not all and yeah mm -hmm, full stop and um adding on to what you said finding companies or like small groups of people that already do the mentoring for young girls and saying, look, I'm very busy, so I don't have time to create this on my own, but I would like to lend my services during one of your sessions. Um, So I know the teen experience, which is led by Jamelia. Um, I know Renee from out the box. Um, You have us that we're doing, we're doing stuff in the future, reaching out to us and actually saying, Hey, I have this knowledge. Um, I would like to lend my services for this much or for free um, at one of your events. Um, And that can help you build your brand as well because you're tapping into the people's audience already. Um, And that would be a good way because then at least you know that something might be coming up in about three weeks time. You have to just make clear that your your weekend's free. Um, And yeah, so that's another way is collaborating with other people, which we've just done an episode on, which should be on on the page. Yeah, I'm a definite advocate for um, collaboration um in doing speaking things or pitching making it known that you want to be speaking to women um because one event producers are always looking for people to speak always always um (laughs) and yeah so it's always a really good way to to get in front of a a nice big audience and they will appreciate that so definitely look at those options this is nicole hannah jones creator of the 1619 project from the new york times magazine The project makes a case that you don't often hear in history textbooks, that slavery was foundational to America. So it wasn't surprising that we ignited a fierce debate among historians about these issues. But that's the power of the New York Times, to spark an important dialogue with bold, rigorous reporting that forces us to examine our assumptions. To learn more, go to nytimes.com slash worth it. Do you want to do the next one or... Um, yeah, I can. It's like one line. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Hi, Imri and Priska. What counts as bad branding? How do I know if it's bad? From Michael. Uh, uh, uh. From Michael. That's my dad's name. Um, ooh. Someone else I know is called Michael. <laughs> I, Brad branding. Ooh. I guess if you're a small business and you're starting out and you're just establishing your brand, it is so hard. It's so hard to get branding right. It is. It's I really mean, hard. if we kind of break it down a little bit. So you kind of start with your logo. Yeah. And your logo essentially, um, your logo is what presents yourself to the world. It's that first It's that first point of entry. It's what they see at the door. If it's, that, it's that security guard if we're talking in terms of something physical. <laughs> um, so, and it's less about having it look like, you know, a McDonald's or a Burger King. And it's, a, and it's more about the impression that it places in front of your audience. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's your logo. And how you know you have a bad logo is really if you're communicating a message about, let's say, beauty, but your colour scheme is something that's more corporate. So yeah. that's how you understand whether that's good or bad for yourself. So to say a bad to say bad branding that's quite subjective, however, if you're not doing the colour schemes that lend to your industry, then that's going to be considered bad branding. Yeah. Um, 
if you are more of a modern brand, then of course you want more soft type faces. Um, you probably might want to go with sans serif, but you can go with serif as well. I really but love serif now. I'm you like, know what serif? I say serif. I'm just like a freshie. Um, <laughs> I, but serif. I like the way you say it. <laughs> serif. I'm like a I say it like it's somebody's name. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but but you can. I think Glossier is serif, and yeah. um, there's this pink. And it's a beauty brand. Um, if you're a corporate brand, so let's say it's property, for example, then you want to lend to more greens and blues and, and more red and more grays. However, if you're trying to be more modern, then you might want to go for like a lighter hue, a lighter type of that color. Um, so that's how you would identify it uh, in terms of typefaces. Um, the next element of a brand would probably be your website. So I think with websites, again, if you're doing beauty, then you'd want to be minimal, but you'd want to also cover all the bases. If it's corporate, I think minimal is working for a lot of people anyway. Um, (laughs) And minimal is just some is is really is a lot of white, a lot of space. Um, But it could also be black, but space have have quite a bit of space. So, yeah, I think um, white spacing is good. You you know, if you're trying to play it safe and you you have a small budget, have a lot of space on your website, (laughs) have two consist two to three consistent fonts that you use. Um, so two, I think two fonts is the best and two and three color schemes, probably try and stick to two. Um, monochrome is playing it safe, but again, it depends on what your, your brand is. Um, my whole website is a purple pastel smorgasbord um, <laughs> it's just like pow um, but I know that it looks really different and actually it's so different from the aesthetic but I would do for anyone else because you're you have a, a podcasting how would you define it like a podcasting conglomerate or company or a network a network yeah we'll call it well, I think so network is too like it's small because you're it's You're doing things. We I'm gonna stick with network. <laughs> I feel I feel safe. Okay. Um but you have a network, right? And you're supposed to step out of the step out of the box and yeah. be out. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So you picking a color that one not a lot of people would pick is great in itself. Yeah, right? we so, have blue and orange as our colors, which I actually find the network. So we found this mismatch in our branding, which I don't know if I like or don't like. But the network tends to have a slightly more male leaning 
like okay. audience, the demographics skew more male, whereas the actual podcasts skew heavily female, like the audiences for the podcast mm. across the board. Uh, it didn't matter whether the podcast was hosted by men or not, like they tend to skew more female. So our listener base is very, 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 very female. Um, especially on this show, which is like 80 something percent women listening to it, which is amazing. <laughs> Thank you guys. Thank you. Um, but yeah, like the network skews a different way and the, the network actually has like a more like, I don't know, it's really rough and playful. It really speaks to that audience. So now I'm actually rebranding it slightly yeah. so that it does kind of better align with the listener base. So when they come to the website, they feel more comfortable. And that goes, but that would, that would depend on your copy and your tone of voice. Absolutely. So your tone of voice is also an element of branding. Um, bad tone of voice is really just identifying with words that your target audience wouldn't use in their yeah. everyday life. I think copy is like my... Honestly, it's my bad. Emery right? is the baddest at copy. I think <laughs> I messaged you yesterday and I was like, okay, just know that when it comes to this thing, it's you. I'm going to I you. D- I feel like I'm actually just You're great, just eh? average at life. But um, I really have Stop. to step into seeing myself as decent at things. So Stop. yeah, copy is like my bag. So on website, your shop, it's your shop front. It, yeah. Like you need to say what, when people land on that page, it needs to load quickly and it needs to tell them why they are there and what they're going to get from it immediately <laughs> if you are selling clothes i need to know that clothes is what you're saying i don't want to see a picture of just a face i want to see your clothes um if you're selling creams i don't want to see again i don't want to just see a face i need to see a yeah, face with the cream exactly i need to see all everything especially Human. if you're brand new having people on your website is uh, very important i think i gave this advice to somebody the other day so a friend uh, a new friend was telling me about his app and he was using graphics instead of a real like a real arm and i was like you need to have people on your page mm-hmm. people need to identify with something yeah and the first point of entry should be them identifying with real skin yeah. so they know that this is a real product this isn't just, this isn't just something that somebody created yeah um and Going back to the whole typeface thing and stuff, researching the psychology of colors, refacing, um, researching the psychology of font um, would be good and lettering and stuff like that. Just educating yeah. yourself on branding a little bit more so that when you do hire somebody to do it, you do know what you want and you're not completely confused. And the words they say don't leave you bewildered. Yeah, absolutely. I love I love going into like fonts and letters. I Trust I refuse. Me. I re- like you take me there. We're going there all day. Like I'm just going to do we, it. We need to have a conversation about that because I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. obsessed. I'm like trying really hard to get my favorite letter on this podcast. She's like the busiest. Like she redid Mailchimp's logo. Like she's just sick. Oh really? In life, I I actually the I don't, I said I don't watch Insta lives. There's only one person's Insta live that will get me for the whole time. And it's Jessica Hish because she would just spend the whole time just kerning letters. Oh, it's so it's soothing. Oh my God. You know, even with our logo, my agency logo, that was custom made. Like I made sure that I took an ampersand because I felt like and just means that you're inclusive of everybody, but one person. Like when you say and, yeah. there's more things coming towards it. So it had to be an ampersand, but I said, you know what? It needs to have like a P in it, but then it needs to be cut up so that when we do graphics, you can bring them to like layers of <laughs> But yeah, in terms of what is bad branding, you it's a combination of all the things Prisca yeah. talks about at great length. Uh you need to have make sure that your images match your colours, match your typeface, yeah, match your copy on your website. If you do nothing, for me, just because I lean towards copywriting, I'd say just making sure that your messages are very clear. Yes. Um, and you, your story, like Prisca said, there's a story behind the ampersand in her logo. 
being able to even communicate that because if someone lands on the page they're not gonna maybe they won't see it right away but you say oh I know that you're probably wondering what this thing is um what this this sign is and why our logo is this way but it's it represents the end and that creates a whole story and people buy into your story yeah strategically design everything you do strategically design everything you do on your website I definitely agree with that my podcast artwork took a few weeks of back and forth um, but there is a reason it is the way it is. Those colours were chosen by me. I said I wanted purples and I wanted blue. I'm, I very much mean to purple <laughs> It is and blue. what it is. I love it. <laughs> um, and I wanted, like when uh, the original sketch came back, there I think there wasn't um, a super diverse mix of girls, the illustrations of the girls on above my head. Oh, okay. I was like, I want them to be diverse. I want them to look like if there's someone accepting an Oscar, I want her to have a hijab. I want a, a white woman giving a TED talk. I want a mixed race girl with a book. I didn't like specify who did what, but I just said I want it to be a different mix of race, religion, everything, so that it looks inclusive. That's yeah. what this podcast is about. It's about the inclusion. So yeah, it is about making sure that all of your parts commit to your message, but you need to know what your mission is and what your why is. Why are you doing this? And what do you want people to take away when they land on your website? Like, what do you want them to feel? What do you want them to think? And it's about designing that entire process. And bad branding is basically, I land on your website and I don't know what you do. I don't understand why I'm here. And I feel misled. And I think that's the worst thing you can do. Uh, bad branding will f- make people feel misled or that they don't trust you. And that's bad branding. And if, you don't, if you're not transacting, if you're not converting on your website, people aren't staying very long, it's probably a sign that something is off. And a lot of people underestimate how powerful branding and how, how impactful branding is and how much it has to play with conversion. Mm-hmm. It, has a, it has a lot people to do with People might get to your you checkout and then say no. Yeah. And it that's could, gonna it be because be something didn't far. feel right on your website. Or that it could be too cluttery as yeah. well. And clutter plays a huge part in like why people just click off of sites and the drop rates are insane when the page is cluttery. And colour as well, which we which we've yeah. touched on. What so, is your yeah. checkout page colour? Does it feel familiar? Don't mess around with the parts where people have to put like their sensitive information in. Keep it white. Yeah. <laughs> just keep it black and white. Do and not yeah. do not mess around with checkout pages. Just keep them <laughs> in a trust where the font colour make it familiar as hell. It make it look like PayPal's if you have to, because people really <laughs> trust that brand. Like, don't mess around with those things. So yeah. Yeah, we could really go in on branding, huh? We could. We, could. <laughs> we should someone we should use that as the next topic. Maybe. We should, but no one ever votes for branding, even though I really want them so to. So maybe be specific I'm about, gonna, I'm talk gonna about design or something. Five different uh, four different poll options that are just like branding ads. Yeah. <laughs> literally. <laughs> All right. Uh I'll read this one. Hey Emery and Priska. Emery, I listen every week and I love that you only give me 30 minutes. It's so good. I listen back to past episodes so I can refresh on what I learned. My question is uh, very inspired by the show. haha. My question is for both of you. What's the biggest issue or challenge you have faced in your careers? Uh-huh. And what's the action you took to overcome it from Jade? Thanks, Jade. Uh-huh. <laughs> Especially as someone who listens every week knows that I say to guests all the time. Yeah, if someone asked me this question, I wouldn't know how to answer it. So well, this enjoy. question. Yeah, well, I, all of my <laughs> questions, I'm like, I actually wouldn't have an answer to this day. I've been asking. <laughs> I've done 50 episodes and I've asked the same sets of questions. Um, and I can't answer any of them. <laughs> go on, Priska, you go first. Um, um, biggest issue. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even say it was a challenge. It was just an issue. Was when it came to the financials. Oh yeah, it's always an issue because you you want you want to you want something, but do you need something? 
when it comes to money, you have to think about those two things, what I want and what I really need. Yeah. Um, so just thinking about how much myself and my managing director were going to pay ourselves. And um, that was a key com- key issue because basically there was a whole formula around it and having to work out how much we wanted to have, mm-hmm. then how much we needed to have, mm-hmm. and then how much we were going to have through clients for the year and then dividing and then th- and then looking back at our needs. Yeah. And then dividing that by 12. Five, I was working full time up until about a week ago. Uh, mm. I was working full time, doing the MBA, which requires five hours a week. Uh, and then I'm running the network and we're planning a festival and I'm planning a festival for my new job. Um, so, so my action is know that it is temporary. I do not foresee myself working tirelessly. And I think for me, and this is exclusive for the listeners, I'm probably <laughs> going to take a bit of a break from August anyway. Um, yeah, I think I've, I'm now making contingencies because I know I'm working too, I'm working almost too hard. Um, and I know I'm not being excellent in, in the ways that I would want to be in all okay. of those parts. So yeah, taking a break is, is something that I, I, I'm planning for. I'm making the commitment to say, I'm not doing that. In two months, we have to just tweet Imri and say, you're taking that break. Yes. <laughs> like that's that, everyone who's listening. If you could just do that, because she put so much work and time into these podcasts and she does so good at it that we have to like get onto her and make sure that she takes that break. Oh, that's God. what I'm going to do. I'm going to do it personally. I'm probably going to do it before then anyway, but I urge everyone to do it in the next couple of months. Final question. Thanks Jade, by the way. <laughs> How can I stay motivated and focused? That's Noreen Chada on Instagram. She runs a wonderful publication called Demure Magazine. Ah, so yeah, how do you, how do you stay motivated and focused, Briscoe? Uh, I have a vision board. Nice. It's a digital one though. Ooh, so do I. Yeah, it's a digital one. Mine and has music and things. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. You can tell me how you do that. Um, so whenever I feel demotivated or when I'm lacking focus, I whip out my laptop and I open it and I just read. I read through it. So like I look at different images and I and I read the notes. Um, and that almost reminds me but also I, I I have that internal hunger as well now I've developed that where I know that I've got goals and if I don't get up or do this thing they will not be achieved no matter how you try to remix it no matter how you try to create um create a narrative in your mind yeah it's never gonna come to fruition if you're not the one who's gonna do it so that coupled with the vision board definitely helps me to keep me going um and just having a playlist as well that keeps me um at peace and like I literally have a playlist called I'm working exclamation mark um literally is it like a spotify playlist? it's a spotify playlist oh, cool. yeah i might i might share it actually because yeah, that could help and it has really good peaceful songs in there that i know will get me in that mood to work yeah so i like mix all those three together and that and that keeps me rolling i i feel like i'm the kind of person that is you have product junkies and then you have like productivity junkies i'm a productivity <laughs> junkie so i try everything anytime anywhere like you name it, you recommend it and say it's amazing. Amazing, I'm trying it. Um, and nothing ever really like sticks. But there are a few things I do know that when I do get, when I do do them, they work. So I've mentioned this loads of times. Um, that is the Pomodoro technique, which is working in 20 minute spurts and then mm. giving yourself five minute breaks. And then I think every three or four 20 minute bursts you do, you have like a 15 minute one at the end. Um, that is 
single-handedly when I know I'm not concentrating because I I know when I'm procrastinating and I, and I was procrastinating hard yesterday because I did not want to submit this assignment. I was trying to create all kinds of stories in my head of how I'm going to get out of this assignment. Mm-hmm. It wasn't going to work. It needed to get done. Yeah. Um. So I had to do 20 minutes, but bur- 20 minute bursts. I also take regular br- and that forces me to take regular breaks. Um. And I know this is something that me and you talked about in a past episode. Um. That it's recognizing when you need to take a break if you're not focusing, just stop. Yeah. And just go ball out and have fun. Um, so I take loads of breaks to stay focused. And also I've discovered lately, and I got this from my new boss at work, actually, listening to like techno music <laughs> is surprisingly easy to concentrate like i got yeah, so I'm much done i'm surprised by that techno is really upbeat <laughs> yeah like techno techno and trance music um and just having that and just going zoning in on that mm. is really fantastic so that's been something i've been doing a lot more lately and it's i've started to see like some really good results from it all right Preska, do you have anything coming up that you want to tell people about or um we're gonna have a brand new website coming soon um so look out for that we actually have an article on bad logos and better branding on the moyesa and co website m-o-y-e-s-a.co click culture blog um and then you'll find it there so that will help michael um in terms of speaking in anywhere no I'm not taking a break because it's something comes, I'm picking it up, but, um, I'm focusing on building the business a lot more. So, you know, follow our page. We're going to have a lot more content coming, a lot more agency content. We're going to do more content in-house to kind of help the agency get out there. So just watch out for that. And then we'll have like a newsletter to update everyone. So really just the agency and the website, um, is what we're focused on. Amazing. Um, also, me and you are going oh, live. Oh yeah, we're, go- we're going live, guys. We're going live. So, um, which I'm really gassed about. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually really excited about it. I think I, I think we'll do beautifully live. I think we will. We've never spoken at the same thing. We have like odd speaking engagements that are like around each other, but I don't yeah. think we've ever spoken on the same thing. And that would be sick because we get to meet everyone and people get to ask us real questions and we get to be contextual and we get to like give practical advice. And it's gonna be amazing. We're going to talk about all the stuff that you probably wouldn't want to hear. You probably can't hear on a podcast, but you need to be in the room to hear. For sure. And like those real truths. We're going to be talking money somehow, somewhere, because we always talk money. Money needs to come up for sure. <laughs> Some things I just don't want to share on, on a microphone. So exactly. I'll get re- we'll get super real in our live show on June 2nd. It's going to be in London, uh, likely London Bridge. So we will put the event link in the show notes. And of course, I'll be updating you week to week up until it comes up. So make sure you get your tickets to come and see me and Priska. Get your life. Come and treat it as a personal business consultation. Treat us as your as your advisors um, <laughs> and that you're just coming to see us and you're here to just get your your whole business together. Just gather it into a beautiful bow. Um <laughs> It's going to be neat and tidy and we'll talk letters with you. Um, but yeah, we're going live June 2nd. So check out the show notes. We'll put a link in there. And I think that's everything. Is. So as you can tell, Priska and I really love to nerd out about branding. So you can find out more about branding your business and growing and developing at our live show on June 2nd. Be sure to cop your tickets ASAP. If you're not following Priska, I don't know what you're doing. So you need to be following her on Twitter at 
and on Instagram at Priska Moyesa. That's P-R-I-S-C-A-M-O-Y-E-S-A. And you can hire her by visiting moyesa.co. She's an incredible speaker, so do not waste time. If you like how this podcast is made and you think that you can do what I do or better, matter of fact, be better than me, right? Visit the Shoutout Network at shoutoutnetwork.co.uk to find out more about wonderful membership options and also to check out our amazing new shows, Wolves in the City and Not Another Book podcast. Be sure to follow Wannabe on Twitter and Instagram at Wannabe Podcast. And if you're enjoying this podcast and you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please be sure to leave a rating and a review. They do help my show grow and I know that you guys love it as much as I do. So please do help it grow. To get extended show notes listing the tools and resources we've talked about on this episode and past episodes, visit wannabepodcast.com. The wonderful Wadaily will be updating them today. Thank you for listening. Bye. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.